Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pop Podcast. No Larry tonight. No Larry. But we've got a good guest, Mr. Chris Barton, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. Yeah, guys. Thanks for having me, man. Happy to be here. Absolutely, man. Well, uh, you know, uh, it's just one of those fun things, you know, doing what we do and uh, all the people you get to meet. And we had this connection come up with you and, right. you know, we we had to jump on it, you yeah. know. And we appreciate you taking time out of your Friday evening to be on with us. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Mike Sterling. Happy to be here. Happy to be here. Just to be honest, I'm sitting here with epoxy in my hand finishing up wings for an airplane that uh, has got to be delivered tomorrow. So we're working and talking at the same time. Wow. That's perfect. So, for those who don't know, Chris, uh, you are the owner of Full Throttle RC, correct? Yes, sir. So, tell us about kind of what Full Throttle RC does. Uh, so, the basics of it is we are a, a full-scale full uh, full RC company, um, but rather than just being like an online shop or, you know, an, an actual retail store, um, we specialize in giant scale 3D, you know, everything. Um, and the majority of, of the stuff that we sell goes out turnkey. So um, we have three locations uh, nationwide. We've got myself here in uh, Fredericksburg, Virginia, uh, Donnie Friesen up in, uh, in Ohio, and then Benny Barnhill down in Louisiana. So we can easily reach people. Um, Extreme Flight is uh, one of our big is is uh, one of the the airplanes that we build a lot of. Um, the other thing is Super Tim being the uh, North American importer for Skywing has made us the exclusive dealer in the country. So um, obviously he's the only one that gets Skywing imported, but we are the only dealer in the country. So um, he's really taking care of us by by giving us that opportunity um, and. Uh, so Extreme Flight Skywing, AJ Aircraft, um, Compar, PAU, you know, we, we sell and build all kinds of airplanes. So if, but, I w- uh, if I wanted a PAU airframe, I could get a hold of you guys and order it. All you got to do is call me, tell me what you want, um, tell me what flavor of servos, tell me, you know, what's your engine preference. We'll discuss a few details. Uh, we even offer graphic packages here in-house. Um, we, we will take care of everything right down to, um, delivering it to you ready to fly. We also will do the test flight for you, uh, with you, hand it over to you, make sure that it feels the way that you want, make sure that you're comfortable with it and, uh, and go from there. So, so absolutely turnkey setup. Absolutely turnkey, ready to go. And, that's and a, like that's... I say, the majority of how we do it is we usually always are there with you to test flight for you. That's amazing. I don't, I don't know of anybody else that does that. That's, that's pretty unique. Very, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. As far as I know, we're the only ones in the country doing it. <laughs> we'll see. Right. Well, I mean, uh, deals well, like this are going to go one of two ways. Somebody's going to come up with an idea and do the exact same, or you're going to be the only one. You know? And I guarantee you we will get corrected. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to get corrected yeah. on it. That's Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, – we, we've been doing it for two years, and I've, I've managed to stay extremely busy. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the new Mamba 120 coming out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I've put it to where I'm at right now. I've got 13 of those to build. Holy cow. Um, Man. 
So I'm going to get my so first I, look at that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our I, buddy Clay Ricks has got one of those, and we're going to Duncan tomorrow to visit him, and uh, we're going to get to see that thing firsthand tomorrow. I'm, and I'm pumped on it, man. Yeah, it looks beautiful from the pictures. It absolutely does. So it is. it's TK and the group. Uh, you know that that airplane came about a year ago. I was at uh, Fall Nall when they released. Uh, you know they brought the first one out. And, that was whenever we started doing pre-sales for it, and uh, that was the first week of October last year. So it's almost exactly a year that, that when these airplanes arrived, and um, when Seth and TK brought that airplane out, it was, you know, I mean, people at Fallen All were just literally wigging out over it. And uh, we sold a bunch, pre-sold a lot there that week. Um, I was with them at the booth that week. Just, I mean, they were just flying out. And I believe the total number of pre-sales, if I'm correct, I want to say that it was right around 120 airplanes pre-sold, if I'm correct. Wow, people are waiting. I mean, big yeah. time, yeah. 120 airframes. I mean, I don't know how many will fit in a container. Yeah, you know, yep. and uh, but uh, that's. That's that's I'm I'm pretty sure I'm correct on that number. It's usually I, I believe about sixty airframes in a container, and I know that there were two containers sold out. So wow, that's um, that's pretty. Uh, well, yeah. I, that's a hell of a Kickstarter. You right. know, <laughs> I know this first one. I mean, I know you know probably every flex pilot in the world has one, and uh, you know there's probably a few in there for you guys. I would think. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, like like I say, uh, I know Jay. Uh, most most all of us on the flex team, I think have one, uh, even John Roser, who's, uh, he's a big, huge jet pilot flies for, um, elite aerosports there with Pablo. And I noticed he's, he got his done. I think yesterday, I think he's test flying it tomorrow. So almost all of us that are on the flex team, everybody jumped, the, jumped on that, regardless of whether you're a giant scale for ED yacht or not, everybody kind of had to have one. So. Well, and that's, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you a bit. That's one that's on my, you know, on my look list because it's the right size. It, uh, you know, it's got to fly good. Oh, yeah. It just absolutely has to. And yeah. uh, the, you know, I watched Benny fly a Edge, I think it was, at Duncan. Big Skywing Edge. Uh-huh. Yeah, yep. Big Skywing Edge. And uh, it had a GP on it. And that's, that's an engine mm-hmm. I have not had my hands on yet. And uh, that's... It, it would be a good match for GP one twenty three. Um, can't say enough about GP Joe Lewis, uh, who's the Aviator Plus, the American importer for GP, has become really one of my close, you know, best friends in the industry and in in any part. And you know, not only does the motor performance speak for themselves, but if you ever have the chance or you're ever around somewhere where you get the chance to go up and shake Joe Lewis's hand, not a he's one of the best guys in the industry. First of all, he's built like a house, man. The guy is just—he's about five <laughs> foot seven, and he's absolutely built like a bodybuilder. So he—he's uh, he's a good guy, and the customer service that he offers. Um, GP is our house brand. We sell a lot of GP motors every month, and I'd say eight out of ten airplanes that goes out of here goes out with a GP on them. One of the awesome things that I've heard about GP is they're one of those companies that uh, listen to the customer. You know. And they've made a lot of changes on stuff that were recommended by the end user. And that, to me, speaks volumes. Right. It, I, I believe it was the GP61. You know, uh, 
you buy a rear carb single, you know, you got to deal with that choke rod. Right. And I believe right. it was GP put a hole in the case for the choke rod. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, dude, that's doing it right there. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And the new, the new GP 38, I'm sitting here with one right in front of me right now that we just mounted to an airplane for a guy. Um, the new GP 38 is, that thing is scary powerful. I mean, you strap it to a 70 inch airframe and you, you better be ready to go because that thing is a runner. You know, they, they just released it and fantastic. For what you're getting for a price, uh, bang for your buck, man, it comes with that wraparound pit style muffler. Uh, it comes with uh, anodized standoff. I mean, I, you know, we just got done mounting this one here. Kind of hard to beat that deal, man. It's good quality product and a crazy powerful motor. So, so yeah, if, uh, you know, target that GP, if you haven't got to run one yet or, you know, haven't got to uh, to dive into that world, absolutely give, you know, give myself or give Joe Lewis a call. Just give Joe Lewis a call anyway just to talk to the guy, and you'll be sold after a conversation with him. So. Yeah, he's going to be jumping all over you because everybody's going to be calling him after the show, man. That's His inbox is going to be full. No, no. Yeah. That, that, that's our hope. Please. His number is five five five. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. Uh, but and that's uh the 70 inch airframe airplanes are kind of the perfect world. You know, uh, again, you go to bigger flies better, but that airplane will fit in just about anything. You know, as far as car-wise, you don't have to have a big truck. You don't have to have this big trailer. You don't have to have all this equipment. You just have an airplane. Yep. So well, that- even then, I mean, um, if you look at it um, with nowadays and, and where everything is at, uh, my wife drives a really small Ford SUV. If if I make it just right, I can actually fit 100 cc in there with taking the stabs and wings off, but... If, uh, if you take the 90-inch the airframe or, you know, what would be a 70cc airframe, man, that thing just fit. It will fit in any size SUV once you pull the stabs and wings off, no problem. Hmm. Which, you know, that size has become by far the most popular size. You know, the, the, you know with the DA70 or a DP76, you know, some 90-inch to 94-inch wingspan. You just got one servo per surface, so five servos throughout the whole airplane plus the throttle servo. You know, you can get into those airplanes pretty quick. My my standard out the door price for an airplane of that size usually averages anywhere from twenty eight hundred to thirty two hundred bucks, turnkey ready to go. And so, see that that doesn't I I mean, at the end of the day, the way I see it, that's a that's not unachievable for a lot of people. To, right. You know, and you're getting a, a badass airplane, a badass engine, a badass builder building it. You know, uh, I looked inside, I talked to Benny pretty in depth on that airplane in, in Duncan and looked inside mm-hmm. of it and they're built amazingly. You know, I mean, uh, all the wires are ran, they, you know, all the ignition cutoffs have their, you obviously use Morgan's 3D printing. At least I mm-hmm. think, you know, at least I think you do looking at all the stuff that's in it. Yep, absolutely. He, he supplies us with a lot of stuff. Another guy we just got done seeing this past weekend. I wish I would have made it up to that deal, but I I just recently sold my house here, and I, it just wasn't in the cards. Yeah, no, it's uh, that's one of the great big- time up there. Yeah, that's one of the worst things. I mean, not worst things, but stressful things that you ever go through is buying a house or selling a house. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> oh, and it's still not over, but that's a different story. Right. Uh, 
<laughs> but uh, yeah. Well, best of luck to you on that. Oh man, I'm I'm so over it. But uh, you know, hopefully we'll have that done here pretty quick. We'll see. Yeah, uh, it's got to be done by November. We've uh, I'm gonna go down to the ice house and and hang out there with everybody. I know Jason Reddish is headed that way. I don't know if you are or not, but. You know, right now, we are scheduled to head that way. Um, man, I'm so, so mad. I'll, <laughs> I'll actually be flying in, and Benny's going to come in. So Benny will bring most of the inventory and stuff like that with us. So uh, I'm uh, so upset I'm going to miss right that. Right now, we're, we're planning on heading that way. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be a hell of a time. I'm getting madder and madder. Um, as as this gets closer and closer, because I know I can't go. Right. It's driving me absolutely <laughs> insane. I would I would have to have a discussion with that guy and be like, hey, you know, uh, the, the, we're going to have to work something out here, just well, at least for a couple of days. Well, the problem is, Clint, is I need money, and that's a, uh, no, no, and no, that's no. a job. No, I, yeah. I, under, I, under, <laughs> I understand that fully, 110%. You know, but they're... <laughs> Podcasts don't pay so good. Sometimes. I mean, it's been, it, it's been really awesome, and the, and the outpouring and, and, and the support that we've gotten is absolutely amazing. But my wife, you know, is... Uh, I just can't get away with that, man. Got to make that house payment. Yeah. You know? <laughs> those, oh. those wives are expensive pets, what I've always said. Man. Hey, I, I, and it's, uh, you'll, you'll have to forgive the expression here, but if it's got tits or tires, it's expensive. Yep. I, I would agree <laughs> well, with we that. We can go all day with expressions like that. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, uh, unfortunately that's just what it is i would like to apologize to my one percent of female listeners yeah 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 i'm just kidding now one percent i think it's gonna be okay oh yeah yeah (laughs) but uh you know i mean that's just part of it and work you know i've had to i've had to miss a jonal due to life you know other than the one we just missed which was courtesy of the of the world that we're in so it happens man yeah it's been a rough year with uh with everything but you know the nice thing about it is uh and it, i've i've done a lot of traveling this year and there's still a lot of the a lot of the 3d gods are still um still going to all the events i mean i've been tennessee ohio i went up to the um meth up in michigan this year uh north carolina south carolina um and I, I've done some traveling this year, and there's still been a lot of people out and about, so it, it hadn't been a complete wash of the year. Well, I wouldn't say that this maybe jump-started the hobby or anything, but with everything that's going on, it seems like there's a lot more involvement here of recent. You know, like maybe some people have some extra spare time, or, you know, they've had some something on the bench that, you know, they haven't had a chance to get to, and some of this has helped out. I know our flying field, you know, our, our local – uh, deal at Baxter, man. There's, when I've gone out there, there's been more people out there recently than there has been in the last five years. Right. You know. Uh, I, I remember specifically one day. I believe it was uh, the end of March, the first of April. You know, when everything first got shut down, first happened. You know, keep your distance, do this, that, and the other. And uh, it was absolutely one of the most busy days I've ever seen at that flying field. It was hard to find a place to back my trailer in. Yeah. I know it. It, it. We've had the same thing out here. Uh, my shop and my house is here on the end of the flying field in Fredericksburg. And there's been, uh, there's been weekends here this year where you come out on a, on a Saturday or Sunday and there's 60, 70 people at the flying field. So. That, uh, you know, that's a good sign for the hobby in general. 
you know, and I'm sure at that deal, you know, uh, I don't know what all walks of life are around there, but I'm going to guess that they're flying everything from 3D to jets to probably some trainers, you know. I just, uh, mm-hmm. what do they fly at your flying field? Well, we're a, we're a pretty, really big flying field here. Um, we have people that come in from from Maryland, from uh, West Virginia, and they pull in on Friday. That's where I'm, <laughs> I walk out of my shop to walk out in front of my yard. There's people pulling into my house right now that are here for the weekend. Uh, there's people that get here on Fridays and stay through, you know, Sunday night, Monday morning. Um, but, you know, it's a huge jet following here because you got Frank Knoll and all those guys, Archie Stafford, uh, Mike McConville just recently moved right down the street. I mean, we've got some of the biggest jet guys in the country here that call this home base. Also, a um, bunch of the big helicopter guys um, from SAB have the, the big helicopter meet here twice a year. So helicopters are big. Uh, and, of course, the 3D stuff with all the stuff I got going on. For On a given weekend, you can have 20 to 30 3D airplanes on the flight line, all all blowing for a spot on the flight line. So, Well, I bet that's a, I bet that's a wild show to watch. It is. It, 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 can get, it can get crazy here on just a random weekend. It sounds like so, I need uh, to go hang out with a camera. It's a fun field, right. for sure. Yep. And that's uh, – my father uh, – has traveled all over the country for work you know when he was young and still working he's retired now but uh he's been to that flying field fredericksburg and he talks about it now and then today you know it's a it was a flying field you know 20 years ago so Mm -hmm. i can i can only imagine it now with what i'm hearing you know frank Knoll living right up the road chris hanging right up the road you know oh man what a time sounds like i need to retire up there right yeah <laughs> yep retire get you a trailer and come over here to virginia and the nice thing about it is like right now is the uh the ultimate part of the flying season from now all the way in my opinion through you know december 15th is, you know the weather is mid 70s you don't there's not a breath of wind you know i grew up in lubbock texas and i'm sure you oklahoma boys were i i'm i i remember everybody here the first time they complained about wind and they're like, well, it's too windy to fly here. The wind's blowing 17 miles an hour. And I was like, <laughs> excuse me. Right. right that, 17 that, miles. Like you guys realize that's called a calm day in West Texas, right? Right. Like, yeah. Our general, man, uh, our general wind around here is anywhere from 10 to 20 almost daily. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> I remember it well. And you get here and I mean, literally, if, if the wind is above 12 miles an hour, I mean, people are just like, well, we can't fly. There's nothing we can do. I mean, it's, it's too windy to fly. Right. And, you know, more days than not, the wind is, is literally less than, probably, definitely less than four or five miles an hour here. I mean, just Man, beautiful. I'd have to learn how to land again. Yeah. Yeah. I need, <laughs> I need, I need wind. Yo. Yeah. <laughs> when we go to the Jonal, about the first day is spent learning, learning how to land. You know, my my uh, my general area is flying World War One. You know, great big third scale stuff. And uh, every time I go to the Jonal, I have to remember to come back on the idle trim just a little more because the airplane will go sailing right past me as I'm trying to land. Yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I first got into this hobby. You know, I showed up out at the flying field, and it, you know, fifteen twenty mile an hour wind day, and I'm going, hmm, I don't think I'm going to put it up, and. Uh, 
one of the one of the guys that's uh, pretty much a staple in our club was like, man, it's either going to make you a better pilot or a better builder. You better get that thing in the air. And I did, and I appreciate every bit of it because if he hadn't have said that, I'd have probably just packed it back up and put it in my car and went home. <laughs> yep, that's right. Yeah, it's uh, it'll spoil you in a hurry, man. Being you know just growing up in, in West Texas and. Also, too, that was the other thing where Full Throttle came along. And, um, I, I'm sure you guys are aware of the Terry Wydick and uh, the uh, Terry Ott and, um, oh, the Fred Sweets, all those guys up around the Amarillo area. Yeah, I've, I've heard of the names. I don't know them personally, but. Yeah, well, those are the guys that I grew up grew up flying with. And, you know, there was a decent decent group of us, but. The weather and all that, I mean, it just, you know, you'd get a decent weekend here and there. Well, then all of a sudden the West Texas boy moves to Virginia where the weather's a little bit different here. And, yeah, you've got a little bit more harsh of a winter here than you do, in, you know, in Texas and Oklahoma. But And you get out here and it, it's every bit of, you know, 10, 10 months out of the year you're flying. And it, it is it, some of that beautiful here, man. It, it definitely, the, the RC community is alive and well out here. And, it uh, it was a pretty big shock, and that's also where the whole idea of full throttle came about. Or it would have been really, really hard to do this business in West Texas, but out here, it's uh, it is alive and well. So, well, that's uh, you know, again, my father traveling. He spent some time in Baltimore, which is you know real close to D.C. And uh, mm-hmm. there's a DCRC, I think it's called, or uh, DCRC. It's it's where Andy Kane called home. And, yes, uh, Absolutely. and my father spent a little time at that flying field hanging out, you know, and just getting to know people. And of course, back then he didn't know who in the hell Andy Kane was, but, uh, you know, as soon as he figured it out, he was like, man, I knew that guy 10 years ago when he was just flying in, in DC, you know? Yep. Yep. And lots of good friends. We, we go up there every now and then. And of course the, you know, the, the loss of Andy Kane was not only a, a big loss to, all of us that were really good friends with him around here. Andy was a loss to the entire RC community. I mean, he had done so much and was such a big part of where the world is today. That he, uh, he just, just a heck of a guy and will, you know, very much miss. So sad thing to see him go, but there's, uh, there's a lot of good guys up at DCRC and lots of guys. I, I believe they noticed they had named the pavilion after him there. And lots of guys that are, uh, or, you know, keeping his leg, you know, keeping his legacy going by naming things after him and all that. So. Oh yeah, and that you know, unfortunately, that's just one of those parts of life. But uh, it, it's still, you know, just getting to be around some of the likes of those people. You know, uh, I'm I'm born and raised in Oklahoma City, and going to the Joe Nall, you know, I think I'm 14 years in now, and uh, mm-hmm. getting to getting to meet some of those people and getting to know them and getting to shake their hand, you know, that's kind of awestrucking for a, for a guy from Oklahoma city. <laughs> yeah. And I'm kind of getting thrown into all this. I've been in the hobby for roughly five years and never really did anything, but go out to the local field and, uh, yeah. hooking up with these guys and, and making new friends. You know, I'm, I made it to Duncan, Oklahoma and, uh, looks like, we might make it out to uh, the deal at Wichita. Yeah, Wichita, Wichita Falls. Falls, Texas, and uh, I'm really mad I'm missing Ice House. Ice House is going to be uh, a very serious fun fly, right? Um, you know, mm-hmm. 
And I guarantee you, if Nall would have happened this year, I'd have made it. Well, yep. yeah. 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 Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate about Nall this year, but next year, it'll, you know, it, it'll be that much better since we all realize, you know, with missing it this year, it, uh, next year it'll make everybody appreciate it that much more. And right. like you guys were saying, I, I've talked to a lot of people. I know uh, Thomas from MKS. I know Super Tim from Northwest RC is going to be down at uh, – I South, uh, myself and Benny. Um, I'm pretty sure the Deucias are making the trip. No, no, they are making the trip down. I, um, so, um, Jace will be there representing this extreme flight. Um, yeah, I South would be a big event this year. So it. Oh, Casey's uh, over here turning red. Oh, I'm angry. Like, like he has headphones on and there's steam coming out from around <laughs> his headphones. He's so mad. <laughs> yeah, he's a. Uh, He's a character, man. If you have, if, uh, if you've never got to see Jay Sly, it's something you definitely want to want to get out to do. I've seen it on YouTube. He, YouTube doesn't do that I know, justice. I know, and that, I'm that, and I'm gonna miss this shit. That, I'm a little upset. That that does that uh, that uh, I say, kid. You know, he's uh, I guess he's 18, 19 years old now, maybe twenty. I don't know, but he's still a kid to me uh, now. Yeah, I was with all of them this past weekend. Jace turns twenty one on. Uh, I want to say next couple of days. It's September, September twenty something. So uh, next couple of days, he's going to be twenty one, and he uh, he's a great young man. And the whole Ducia family, man, they're a big part of the uh, of, of the RC community. And if uh, if you guys are out there, you know, be sure you go up and shake their hands and talk to Jace. It not only yeah, YouTube doesn't do it justice, man. You you got to see the kid fly in person because uh, YouTube is great, but just like watching a concert on youtube it just doesn't quite cut it right i would yeah. Uh, yeah there's nothing uh you know i i watched him take a wingtip light off at joe Nall and mm. continue his demonstration you know i mean the kid has no fear he is he is what you call a serious pilot uh, it's right. just it's it's an amazing thing to watch and we got, is, and- go ahead uh, but I was going to say, you know, with all that, with his dedication and, and everything and the time and the effort he's put in, a lot of where we're at in the hobby today, we owe to him. You know, he's, he's pushed the envelope on a lot of things. And uh, a lot of uh, manufacturers have made things stronger, things different towards an XA flying style, you know, along with still a, a low and slow 3D style kind of mixing it up. And, you know, he's... Uh, with him and several other guys right along with him, you know, you got Antonio De Souza, who's, who's a fantastic pilot. Neil Capilouric, if you if you haven't watched Neil Capilouric, he's one of those guys too. If you ever look up or, or see or hear that name, catch Neil Capilouric flying. He's he's uh, he's outstanding. And there's a lot of guys, you know, too, that I could go on forever naming the names that are that are pushing the envelope in the hobby, man. Um, JJ Hendricks, a great pilot. Like I say I could sit here and go on forever, but. Um, all, all these guys that are, you know, the reasons why we had some of these big, you know, crazy motors and these servos with a thousand ounces of torque at 0.08 seconds. And, you know, I mean, 20 years ago, we were flying 40% airplanes on a JR8411 with a 200 ounce servo that might have moved at 0.2. Right. <laughs> right. Ho- hoping that, uh, hoping it doesn't blow back. Yeah, exactly. And, and now all of a sudden you've got, you know, thousand out servos, you know, now that are even running off 12 volts that'll move at 0.06. I mean, they're it's just, 
And that, that's all these young pilots that are pushing the envelope that everybody's trying to, to make products to keep up with them. So the rest of us get to enjoy all that. Right. Well, and I, I honestly think that's a part of the fun, especially being in the position that we are with, uh, with doing what we do is watching all these products come out and, you know, getting to talk about a handful of them, you know, uh, it, it, it's super fun and super cool. You know, like the guys at Ohio model products, you know, we've got this edge yep. to, and it's, it's out of the first batch. It's, it's one of the very first ones in the country and we got it in our hands to, to look at, right. You know, and rig up mm-hmm. and go fly. That just blows yep. my mind right there to begin with, you know? <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, Jason Duran with with the ZDZ engines. Yep. You know, uh, we've got a 140 sitting here on our shelf, and I don't know if you use any ZDZ stuff or know about Jason Duran, but, you know, that, mm-hmm. man, we've got one of his engines sitting here, you know, here. Yeah, Look I've, at it. Talk yeah, about we, it. I think we had two shows out, and he goes, hey, man, let me send you some stuff. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Start uh, start that ZD up, ZDZ up while you're sitting there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. It'll, make some, it'll make some noise. <laughs> oh, yeah. Which, Jason, if you're listening, man, if you're ready for this thing back, man, just let me know. Yeah, let us know. We'll... It, it's a super shelf ornament right now. Right. You know? I love it. Everybody comes in like, here, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are big, powerful motors, man. Absolutely. So. You know, it's a, but like you say, you know, it's uh it's everybody's trying to, and it's not just ZDZ or DA or GP or 3W or whomever, you know, everybody's trying to get the most they can out of the, out of what they have. Right. You know, to fit these 40% airplanes. Cause watching, uh, I mean, there's nothing like watching one of these 40% airplanes or even, you know, you can even step back down to the 33s, you know, or 30, 33, the hundred CC size. Right. You know, those are, in my personal opinion, that's the airplane, airframe, and airplane to have is in that size. You know, it. Yeah, it, um, yeah 80% of what goes out of my shop is the 35%er, which is the, you know, 100 inch category, you know, 100 to 108 inch, and with a, you know, a GP 123 or a DA 120. That's by far the most popular size. And and then again, that's just one of those things, you know. That airframe has been so. Uh, when I say that airframe, that size of air airplane has been so beefed up to deal with the violent maneuvers, and yet still capable of doing the slower 3D. You know, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we we have a guy here. He is an old school 3D guy. He doesn't care for the XA stuff for nothing, and that's fine. You know, I love watching him do what he does because it's low and slow, but it's still real high alpha. You know, 3D, etc. Watching these XA guys, I my fingers don't work that fast. No, there is no, there is absolutely no way I could keep up with any of that. Right. I am a mediocre pilot at best. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, let's just get that out of the way. There is no uh, cockiness or uh, headstrong badass over here. No, no. I'm I, At 42, I feel like I do okay at getting into the hobby late in life. Right. But, no, man, I've seen these guys like, uh, you know, they got like stick cam on or something like that. There ain't no way. No. <laughs> yeah. And you always see, you always see that at a lot of events. You always see people coming up and looking over people 
excuse me, looking over people's shoulder and, you know, doing the, uh, where they want to watch people fix. And I'm like, man, that, that to me, you, you can, you can watch some of these, some of these young kids sticks all day long. And it, it, it's all muscle memory, man. And of course these kids, the hand eye coordination of the generation these days, you know, they, they, they were raised a little different than what we were on super Mario brothers. Right. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I've had my flying style described as, Man, you take off pretty good, and you do a little trash in between, and you land. Man, that's pretty good. You know, that's uh, that's about sums my uh, flying style up. A little bit of trash in between, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, when you watch some of these big names fly, oh, I man. mean, you know. But the, that's, again, also why I'm back here just flying my old school World War One stuff around, having a hell of a time doing it. Right. I feel successful if I can take off and get it back on the ground. I'm pumped on that. That just makes my day, man. Right. I guess I'm a little, probably a little more forward than that, right. you know, uh, especially with like that green D7 going straight up off a of takeoff, oh, you know, yeah. that's, a, that's a little out there, but we, we're still having fun. Oh yeah. It's a ripper. That's for sure. <laughs> Man, I can't wait to uh, see what those rings made a difference on. Uh, I bet we start it in the next week. Yeah. So uh, most of the stuff, when you build an airplane, Chris, uh, is it one of those deals you you want, like, if a guy had a DA-120 laying around, is it something he can send you and you'll build him an airplane, or do you prefer to new, use new stuff? Uh, absolutely. Uh, and that's, that's one thing that, you know, we're, we, are, um, um, we, we are really uh, able to kind of, you know, work, work with people in, in lots of different ways here. I get people that bring me airplanes that, uh, you know, they've been flying and I'll, I'll take on trade in and say, okay, you know, I'll, I'll give you that much credit and this, you know, that goes automatically towards your new one. And then I'll turn around and usually clean those up, do some mods to them, do whatever, you know, get them, you know, do, do a couple of things. Even if I have to add a little bit of odds and ends to them, get them flying, turn around and sell them. Uh, but then go ahead and immediately give them credit towards something new. But occasionally I do have people either send me servos or send me a motor or whatever, but, the majority of my business um, and the majority of how we sell airplanes is we'll be out in public or, or out in an event, out wherever, and somebody looks and comes up and says, man, you know, that sure is great. Well, here you go. Let's go out and let's let you fly. And nine times out of ten, that how I sell an airplane is I hand them the transmitter and they, you know, eyes get big and they go, man, that that is amazing. What, what do you got in there? Well, it's got RA Pro with you know, you know, whatever servos, JR, MKS, whatever it may be, GP, Falcon Prop, blah, 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 the whole works. And they go, guess what? I want one just like it. Don't change a thing. That is right there. Probably I, I, it is. It happens more times than not. Right. That's the old car just, sales trick right absolutely. there. Get them, get them in the seat. Just yeah. don't, don't worry about it. anything else. You just get them in the seat. Here, fly this. Yep. Oh, you want to buy it? Go ahead. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll, t- I'll <laughs> take this for it right now. You know, yeah, but, that's it. So it's, uh, it works out good. And, you know, it's, uh, we've, we've, um, we're, we're a big part of flex innovations. Uh, we have been for even before I started full throttle and we're a huge believer in the aura pro system. All of my demo airplanes and everything I fly is equipped with the aura pro, which in, in my opinion is, is an outstanding flight stabilization system. So and, I have a question when you get done here, but go ahead. But uh, you equip that with um, some, you know, nice servos. We custom make all of our wires to, you know, keep the airplane nice and clean. 
Um, you know, we, we have our own custom line of hardware. Um, we add all the details. We do custom muffler painting. I mean, we, we don't just say build you an airplane and say, hey, you know, here you go. Here's what it looks like out of the box. You're, you're getting a very customized airplane. We have in-house graphics. So we do all that for you. Then show up on delivery day and test flight for you to make sure that you're happy, you know, and, and tune it to your radio, make sure everything is 100%. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the whole drill and that the aura pro system, even though it, it can seem very complex to people at first, just because it is different than, a, than just an average straight receiver setup results were able to get through that system. And, you know, kind of what our, a lot of what our business is based on, I, I, I can hand the airplane to a, an absolute very beginner to someone that is capable of all-out unlimited aerobatics, and you can make that, that plane fit whatever style of pilot you want. Um, it's just kind of about knowing how to do the programming and what we're capable of to it. And it we've been able to get some outstanding results. So, so I, I need some help understanding because I the stuff I fly generally does not require uh, and not saying the stuff that you're doing requires it, it makes it fly better. Right. Uh, what is the difference in, you know, all these guys talk about a Aura 8. What is the difference in an Aura 8 and an Aura Pro? Uh, the main thing is power distribution. Um, the Aura Pro um, takes the place of like a Spectrum Power Safe receiver. So, um, you, you run the bad two, your two batteries direct into the Aura Pro. You can get the 8-channel version or the 12-channel version. You then can run a either an S-Bus receiver for Pataba, an X-Bus for JR, or a Serial for Spectrum, and even um, uh, the Jetty version, which is called, uh, oh, I, I can't even think, Jetty Serial, whatever their Serial version. So the nice thing about that is I've got my demo airplane and, or a used airplane that I'm out flying and somebody is, I, I'm sitting there flying it. Somebody likes it says, no, I want, I want that airplane right there. Well, great. Well, I'm flying spectrum and they're flying for Taba. All I got to do is pull my spectrum receiver that the only thing plugged into it is the, um, serial cable, the throttle and the ignition, replace it with a Pataba S bus receiver, drop those three ports in, um, reteach the aura to the fact that it's not spectrum anymore. That's the Taba. None of the programming changes. And I can have them up and flying in a complete radio change in less than 15 minutes. That's insane. Yeah. I set up my first Aura 8 today. So the uh, the OMP Hobby Edge that we got a hold of, I had an extra Aura sitting mm-hmm. around, and I decided to put that in. That's the first time I've ever set one up, which I talked to uh, our old buddy Clay Ricks, which he's on Team Flex. And uh, he just kind of gave me an overview. Like, hey, this is what you need to look for. This is what you need to do and everything. I didn't watch any YouTube videos. I didn't do any of that stuff. I just kind of went straight to work, which I'm a little bit computer savvy and have set up some flight controllers for drones and, and things like that. But pretty easy process. Wasn't, wasn't anything that really jumped out to me. Uh, I am going to have him double check before we fly this thing. Right. You know, but uh, everything was was pretty easy good to go i know? think we're going to give him the maiden on this deal we're definitely giving him the maiden on this deal yeah so. put the pressure on O'Clay. make yeah. sure oh yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. he's not going to hear that till monday but or, well he's going to know it tomorrow but yeah he's, he's going yeah. to hear the rest of the story <laughs> till monday <laughs> uh, tell him i said if it doesn't go well i'm gonna make it i'm gonna make a whole lot of fun of him all right uh <laughs> well, we we hope you will 
and there's possibly going to be some video involved. So you, you possibly know exactly how that went down. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good deal. But, uh, you know, at, the the further I'm getting a little into it, you know, there's a part of me that wants a 100cc airplane, you know, a, a hot rod. I'm not a 3D pilot by any means, but just something to have around that will, you know, you can, you can walk up and then hang out with the guys and, yeah, we'll get out and hover and we'll get out. You know, I'm, I, would, I would picture myself more as a old school 3D guy before I would an XA guy. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's still a lot of those guys, uh, a lot of those guys out there, man. And I'm 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 one of them. I I love the. I mean, do I fly a little bit of the high speed XA stuff? Absolutely, but I I love nothing more than a little low and slow X uh, down on the deck, you know, low and slow flying. So. I just like to bring it back in one piece at this point. Ah, well, <laughs> you I mean, know, you know, there, there's always that. You want to bring it home in one piece. Yeah. I wouldn't say I suck, but I'm damn sure not great. Yeah, uh, you, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, you can do a point roll, and I, I'm not. I can't do a point roll to save my life. <laughs> a little practice, man. It's all. It's uh, just a uh, little time and a little practice. Well, what Clint doesn't know is we've got a uh, simulator hooked up here in the studio, and while I'm waiting on everybody to show up or in between my clients and stuff like that, I'm on the simulator. <laughs> you know, <guy>. yeah. <laughs> right. And that's okay, yeah. you know. I mean, that's just something that I don't generally have time to do is sit down and fly a flight simulator, so I'll just mm-hmm. have to go do it in real life. It's a good time waster for but, me. And I tell you what, the simulator technology, you know, had – that's another thing that all these kids today have such a huge advantage. Hey, all the new real flight stuff is it's just amazing. And the people that are creating the airplanes, I mean, there's I've seen some of these guys create some of these airplanes that, you know, I'm very familiar with that I've flown a lot and got a lot of time on and then I'll see somebody create you know, whatever it may be, the extreme flight edge or, you know, the extreme flight slick, which is one of my absolute favorite airplanes to fly. I know there's several versions of guys that have created that airplane online. And boy, you talk about, (laughs) they nail it, man. It's amazing. The, uh, the only airplane that I really have in my collection is an, uh, old Arrowworks. I have an old edge Arrowworks five Arrowworks edge 540. If I can get that out, spit it out, junior. Yeah. Spit it out, junior. (laughs) And, uh, you know, uh, talking about all this kind of wants me makes me want to dig it out and fly it but uh it also kind of has a my father and i went to colorado to go see his brother and we went to the old Arrowworks warehouse and it was the very last one on the shelf and two weeks later they closed up oh really yeah so i you know, it, it kind of has a special spot to me also. Is I guess part of why I don't fly it, because you can't replace it. But I guess you can at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh, there, there's yeah, always room for offer. another airplane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, the, the Arrowworks, and, um, you know, they're they're making a comeback, too. I think they're making a comeback as uh uh, what is the guy? I don't know a lot about this, so I, I don't want to say too much and, and speak about what I don't know. I believe they're coming. Excuse me. I believe they're coming back as leading edge RC. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Huh. I'll have to look into that. Yeah. 
No, that's cool. I haven't heard a lot about it. And I don't want to. I don't want to speak about what I don't know about. No, 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 no. It's it's cool, Chris. Just spill the beans, man. Right. Yeah, that's okay. This isn't public or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we may have just got that guy some business in the, you know, the whole. Yeah, I'm gonna do this. Yeah. What's and, and you know another thing that's that's making a comeback that, uh, you know, that I I know Jr. is is in the works of is. Uh, um, Frank Noel and Jr. is um, um, in the uh, works of bringing back the uh, the line of Cardin aircraft. So, you know that that's going to be something in the next you know six months to a year that's that's going to be really exciting. You know, Cardin right. has a huge following in the the iMac world and the Jockier world guys that that love the old school you know iMac uh, or the old school Cardin style airplanes. So. I know those boys are working pretty hard to to get those new releases out, and I, uh, that'll be something to be really excited next year if we can get all the the COVID stuff behind us. Between um, all the new releases, Extreme Flight has a ton of new things coming out. Um, that's where we'll be in Tennessee, uh, not next week, but the week after we'll be in Tennessee for the Extreme Flight um, Music City Festival, where they're going to show a lot of their new releases. Um, uh, all the stuff that Comparf and PAU are doing now that they've joined forces. Um, there, all the manufacturers, just there's so many things going in the 3D world that next year is is going to be going to be a lot of good stuff. May uh, come May at Joan All at Spring All, and it'll be be some interesting products out for people to see. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So. Well, I I. Yo, know, I don't want to get six months in advance, but I almost want to say, man, I can't wait to get out there with, uh, you know, our mobile recording situation and everything that we have going on. I can't wait to get out there and and have some fun. Number one, flying. Number two, seeing my old friends, and number three, maybe recording a few podcasts. Yeah, that's that's gonna be yeah. awesome stuff. Because. <clears throat> uh, I'm working now to try to figure out how to uh, sustain myself and have some extra time to be able to get out and do some of these things. Right. And had yep. uh, had a couple of good things happen for me this week, and it uh, looks like that's uh, definitely got a forward-moving direction, and I think think we're going to be yeah. able to make this dream a reality, guys. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you guys will have to. I, I have one requirement. If, if uh, we get out there and you guys, if, if I'm fortunate enough to get to talk with you guys, you have to bring me a beer before we start shooting the bee. Absolutely. No problem. Yeah, that that's <laughs> something that we always have supply of, of some sort, is a beer. Yeah, if you see us and we don't have beer, then that's because we came straight from the AA meeting because something has really <laughs> gone down. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, uh, which hey that's a good point for me to apologize for last show because uh apparently our buddy uh michael deloney brought in some really high octane alcohol that i didn't realize was high octane it alcohol. got you it did oh yeah I, I promise you it got you it was super painful editing that episode <laughs> and uh uh you know i i'm i wouldn't say uh that i have the cleanest mouth in the world but i dropped a few more f-bombs and then uh than would be normal so uh definitely apologize if uh anybody was offended it was not intentional, and I'm still dealing with the drunkard's guilt, if that makes anybody feel any better. <laughs> yeah. Well, man, whatever, whatever that stuff was, it must have been really good. Man. Uh, I suggest you go find a bottle of Booker's. Yeah, and the one that we had was Granny's. Yeah, Granny's Batch. Granny's Batch. 126 point something seven proof. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah, it, and it, 
it doesn't taste like that. No, not at all. It just goes it right on down the It hatch. doesn't burn or anything. I had three, you know, two-finger glasses before I knew it, and I don't remember anything from last week. <laughs> Which I'm... Yeah, I like to drink, don't get me wrong, but I'm not much of a drinker. I mean, Friday night is my drinking night. I don't go home and have a beer, you know, or, or anything like that. Friday night's my drinking night. And mm-hmm. it lit me up. Oh, boy. Full solid. But that's okay. Thank you, Michael Deloney. Yeah. Uh, Payback's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know that you can pay that guy back. No, I don't think I can. I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can do it. But, you know, back to the Joe Nall, that uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, it. Part of it is to be able to sit down. You know, uh, our friend from the UK, he helped us out with the uh, with the recording situation. Yep. And, uh, you know, part of it is to sit down. We're going to have a table dedicated to a podcast. Yep. You know, and if somebody wants to sit down with us and, and do a you know, quick 15, 20 minutes on it, man, we're going to record it. We'll get it all put together. But at the end of the day, scratch that. It's just also about being there and being with your right. friends and being with people you've met over doing this. If I can get three or four flights in at the field and have a very, very strong BS session with all my buddies, right. I'm, uh, that's a good uh, day. Uh, and, and I'll tell you a guy, that, and you're going to be at Ice House. This gentleman, he is crazy looking forward to us being at Ice House just like we are. Is a gentleman named Wayne Wagner. Oh, dude. Oh, Wayne. I talk you to know, that guy at least once a week through Messenger, uh, man. I, I am looking. I, you know, again, scratch the podcast. Right. I'm looking forward to shaking that man's hand and yes. just enjoying a good BS session over a cold beer. You know? I mean, that's. Yeah. Uh, a lot of this is. Uh, that was what we started this deal on was flying field talk. That's it. You know, sometimes you can't plan that good time. You just have to let it happen. No, it's going home at oh, 1 o'clock in the morning and getting yelled at by the old lady the next morning. You said you were going to be home at then. I'm like, well, it just happened. We just kind of hung out for a little while. Absolutely. Check my, well, GP- happen, yeah, right? check my GPS. I was right where I told you I was. You know? <laughs> uh, th- I, I'm sure that happens out at Fredericksburg and stuff like that. Y'all just get out there in the lawn chairs and maybe have a cold beer and relax and, you know, forget that you're – you know who you are and uh not who you are but you know the the high profileness of this deal you know just kick back relax and actually be old school flying right oh exactly yeah, and the nice thing about it is when that happens here i uh i get to stumble across the it, it, the, towards the end of the runway to my house so. right yeah <laughs> that's perfect well uh, I, I will tell yeah. you about this hobby the the one thing that i enjoy most about it which there's lots of things that i enjoy but for that five minutes or seven minutes that I'm in the air, I am thinking about absolutely nothing except for what I'm doing. Right. And it's flying that airplane. And to me, it just clears my head. I've, I've got a lot of stuff going on, you know, 100 miles an hour in my head all the time, you know. And for that five to seven minutes, I it's like I might be white-knuckled up a little bit, you know, but it's total peace. I mean, it's total peace. You know, you get it back on the ground and everything's good and everything like that, it's like – and <sighs> everything is gone from the day. <laughs> everything is gone. Right. Yep. And that's, uh, that's it. That's what it's supposed to be. Uh, Benny got a, he got a real good showing of, I don't want to say me assing off, but me having a good time. I, I have a little third scale boss, USA Newport 17. And that airplane is just so much fun to fly. It works. It's easy to fly. 
you know, and I was I was somewhat into the mix at that Duncan deal one night. Yeah. And uh <laughs> man, look, it was everybody was pretty much done flying and here I go, you know, fueled up full of fuel. It's time to go fly. You know, I'm an evening flyer. I like flying when it's dark or, you know, dusk. That That's like my favorite time in the world to fly because generally everybody's pretty much done. Oh, you yeah, know, golden hour, man. Yeah, and you're right in front of the night flyers, so you can just go out there and fly for 15, 20 minutes and not bother anybody and nobody there to bother you and really clear your head and then watch the show when it goes on. That's it. Yeah, I remember that. You're like, hey, you want to fly this thing? As I tripped over a lawn chair, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. No, you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> well, but we got the airplane there and back. Yeah, sure enough. So it's called success. So. That's it. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a and you know, uh, with everything that you do with these big airplanes, I kind of want to back up just a little bit. Uh, okay. there was a, there was a conversation I had with a, with a young man that's kind of getting into the hobby. You know, and I told him, I said, anytime he comes to Oklahoma city, look me up and I'll take him flying. You know, he's just trying to get started in the hobby. Oh, Weston long. Oh, West we're going to give you a shout out, bro. Absolutely. So do you, do you enjoy backing up to a trainer after flying you know, 100cc, 150cc airplanes, et cetera. Do you enjoy backing up to a 40-size trainer every now and then? Well, to be honest, um, I, I, I haven't flown an actual trainer trainer. I, I, can't even, I can't even think of the last time I had one in my hand. But what I do enjoy is if, uh, if someone comes to me and, and says, hey, this, they, want, they want to get started and they want to get going, very rarely anymore do I say, you know, go get an actual Horizon trainer. You know, if they're a very, very young kid, like the one that, I mean, that to me is one of the most popular selling airplanes out there right now as far as the foam and, you know, the electric, uh, the electric side of things is the Flex RV8. And um, I, uh, I have in multiple, multiple times um got that as a first airplane for a lot of guys and lots of guys i know that have, have learned to fly on that airplane so you know the short answer to that yeah you get me you know like a flex rv8 or you know like the, the cessna 170 or some of these airplanes that are just just super super easy to fly absolutely you talk about relaxing you go up you know you turn the night lights on and you know end of the day and you could you could almost you know, have your beer sitting right there next to you, and while you're in the air, take a sip type deal. So yeah, <laughs> right, and and that's basically where I was going with that. You know, he's a he's got a, a little cadet or a little something that's an old school rubber band on wing, three channel. Oh yeah, you know, nitro, it have the ailerons, whole yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, and uh, oh, one of our one of my buddies here, uh, I was working with him kind of getting him going down the road and uh i told him as soon as you get rid of that foam and get you a piece of balsa you know and that was the first thing he of course none of the rvh none of the cessna 170s the timbers that kind of stuff wasn't out yet you know this was this was this was years ago and uh he Mm -hmm. went he went and got a sig cadet arf he found one at Uh at a garage sale and it had a little Super Tiger 51 on it. And, man, we had so much fun flying that airplane. And even after flying something high performance, you know, it's nice to 
to me, it's nice to kick back with old tricycle gear, you know, airplane of the such, and just do some old touch and goes, you know, and uh, hold the elevator, keep the nose wheel off the ground, go around. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it, uh, yeah, I think, <laughs> I, I think, uh, oh, back, my, uh, my first airplanes, of course, back in the nitro days, and I, I would give anything still to these days, you know, this day and age to have one of those. First one my grandfather built for us was the Great Plains Super Sportster. It had, of course, it had an OS Nitro OS. What was it, the 46 in it? Right, and, yeah. You know, those I, are I'd give cool. anything to have one of those to still burn holes in the sky. Of course, nowadays, I don't think I could afford the price of low fuel. But uh, Well, there is but, that. Here, here in Oklahoma, it's still readily available. And, I, you know, I think a gallon of 10% or 15% is like 20, 25 bucks. I mean, it's not completely out of whack. I think it's 30 with tax. I think it's the last ah, one. Well, you can't yeah. get away from Uncle Sam. No, oh, yeah. Which, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, the, yeah. Guy, the guy that got me into this, which, man, I started out with some Hobby King foam stuff, you know. And uh, I would show up, and I wouldn't say he necessarily taught me how to fly, but he, he would back me up. You know, he'd stand beside of me, you know, if I had issues, he'd. He'd help me out and everything. And he really he just pushed me. And he's a classic pattern guy, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, old Larry Oakley. Yep. And, Shout out. Oh, yeah. Which he doesn't listen. No, he no, doesn't. But it's okay. But uh, What was his name again? Larry Oakley. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't remember that. Which, super classic pattern guy. I mean, I don't know anybody that's at the field more than this guy. He is there every day. He flies Between 630 every day. and 7. Yep, every day. But, uh, and it really gave me a passion for, for more of the old school pattern stuff. And I, and I've got a couple of old nitro, you know, pattern planes and I don't break them out as often as I should, but it's cause I hold them to such a high regard. Right. You you know, I, I would want nothing less to fly these every time I go out, but they're just not readily available and I can't replace it. So it's, it's a specialty kind of deal, but that guy, man, you know, I, I don't know if you've, uh, you've ever experienced you control i haven't it's not something that i've i was ever interested in but from what i gather this guy is one of the you control kings around here right absolutely if there's a contest he wins it and speaking of there's a contest tomorrow at torx at, at, at the torx field and i bet he's there right and i bet he brings home a trophy i'm, all, yeah. I'm almost <laughs> sad we're gonna miss that yeah i i'm really sad we're gonna miss that but we've got stuff we got to take care of, and yeah, got to get some stuff handled, man. Yeah, yeah, that and that you control stuff. There's still a big following on it, so it, it's amazing that uh, I, I don't have any experience with it either. I've never done it and never really been around it. But uh, well, from what I'm gathering, yeah. what I'm gathering lately, you know, is history repeats itself. We all know that. And like uh, last guy we had on the show, man, he he's really kind of jonesing about some half A stuff. You know, and, uh, you know, all of that stuff kind of trickles back around. I'm, I'm in a couple of, you know, old school pattern groups. And uh, all of these old school pattern planes are bringing ridiculous, ridiculous money. You know, if you can get your hands on some of this stuff, you right. know. Yeah. You know, what's... And all these guys that, that are into the pattern world, there's several guys here. Um, one of the guys that has been coming to it is, is sitting right here. At my house right now is Chris Gini. Um, you know, he's he's one of the big time guys that's uh, in pattern and you know those pattern shifts that those guys are flying. I mean, 
you know, I've seen those airplanes are literally made out of nothing. I mean, they are as ultra light as they can be. All those guys got upwards of six, seven thousand dollars in those pattern ships. Right. Which I don't have anything cool like that. I've got like an old Phoenix Seven, you know. <laughs> yeah. Which is super cool. I, I'm I'm jacked about that. I did uh, own a uh, Bill Cunningham Malibu for a little bit, and one of my friends wanted it more than I did, so we got it. Well, and that's one of the godfathers of pattern, and your friend probably sitting there, right? You know, will know that name, Bill Cunningham. He's right up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yep. You know, he's from here. All those airplanes originated out of Oklahoma. Oh yeah. You know, so that I mean, you know, everybody thinks as Oklahoma is kind of a Passover state, which or a flyover state, which is fine, you know. But there's been a lot of cool airplane history come out of here. Right. Well, as soon as I acquired that uh, Malibu. You know, I found him on Facebook and sent him some pictures and everything like that. And he was like, where'd you get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, it came from this guy. And then it went to this guy because I knew the whole history on it. Right. And everything. He's like, man, that's really cool. That's really cool. And then one of my buddies just absolutely had to have it. And he, he got it. You right. Know? <laughs> right. Uh, for a penny, I'm sure. Oh, well, yeah. you know. <laughs> You know how I do things. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, money talks and bullshit walks. Right. So, you know, that's just kind of how it is. Hey, he wanted it. I threw a prize out there, and uh, he took it. You, you know, know? That, that's what uh, – that's just the world that we're in. Right. And building is a thing of the past. You know, uh, Chris, he has it down to a fine art. Right. You know, because he gets the best of both worlds. He he gets to put them together, and he gets to make a little money on it. I mean, that's a, right. that's the name of the game. You know, as far as, like, putting together, like, ARFs. Now, I've never done, like, a kit. I've never built anything from sticks. But, uh, like, this this edge that we just got from OMP, man, that was the quickest, easiest build I've ever right. done in my whole I've built foam planes that were harder than that. Well, uh, I think here's the deal is uh, – you get in, you get, and you did a fine job. Uh, like I would want to see Chris's build on that airplane. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, me too. Do you have a minimum size, Chris, that you do? Um, well, first of all, that new OMP stuff. Donnie Freeson, who who is uh, part of the company up in Ohio, is is a big part of OMP. He he does a lot of their testing, and you've probably seen him on on some of the OMP YouTube stuff. Definitely. So have. Donnie is heavily involved in in all of the OMP stuff. So, you know, we all have our own specialties. Me here, I I rarely rarely ever build anything smaller than a ninety inch airframe. Um, you know, usually 70 cc as small as I go. Um, I've this year alone, I've delivered. I've, I'm sitting here, like I say, as, as we're talking, I'm finishing the wings on 120 cc. This will be my 43rd airplane delivered this year. Holy cow, man, you're knocking them out. So, we I feel like I did good them, in a couple um, of days, and just like you said earlier. I, it, what I'm doing here, it, it is not. Are we changing a lot of things and adding a lot of customization? Yes, but it's not old school stick building, man. You know, I if I have to, if I absolutely have to, which is ironic that this is one of those airplanes, I can turn an airplane over from out of the box onto the flight line in forty eight hours if I have to. Man, that's getting it. Do, that's yeah, that's that's do I like to do I like to do that? Absolutely not. Because it, it results in late nights and you have to be really careful because also the, the game on this is, is, you know, and kind of what we offer, we're offering you a, you know, a, a security blanket. You, you buy an airframe from us and we go out and 
something happens or, you know, whatever it may be, which knock on wood, we, we haven't had happen yet. But, you know, something fails or whatever, you know, we're kind of offering you a guarantee, which is why we test flight and say, look, you know, here it is. Everything works. Everything works right. Does this feel good? You know, we, we minimum do at least one, sometimes two or three flights with the customer to make sure they're happy and, and make sure that everything, one, is working right, and two, that that airplane feels and is they're getting what they were asking. Right. So, you know, there's a lot of responsibility. You turn over an airplane in 48 hours, you you better cross the T's and dot the I's because there, there isn't any room for error. And doing one in 48 hours, you, you definitely can do it. So what is uh, – uh, okay, I've gathered that, you know, 120cc, 40 of them, you know, what is the – popular brand there not to put a brand war out but is it extreme flight is it red wing are they even um extreme flight is has and is you know chris henson is is one of the biggest brands in in the industry um he uh um has done a fantastic job so extreme flight probably dominate um you know the the 3d world here in america um with the introduction this year of skywing we are um, also with us, you know, being one of the, one of two, lo- one of two locations in the country that you can get Skywing, we are selling a lot of Skywing. So Skywing Extreme Flight by far the most of what goes out of our shop. I haven't, I haven't turned over any Red Wing. I know uh, William I'm- Morgan is, is talking a lot about the Red Wing and, the, and that stuff looks nice. Um, we do some AJ aircraft um, here and there. Donnie builds a lot more AJ than, than any of us. Um, do some comp barfs here and there, a um, couple of PAUs, but the majority of it is is hands down is extreme flight and Skywing. Right. And I would figure that would change, you know, kind of, I know around here the Skywing stuff is is prominent. Yeah, we've got several buddies that's got some really cool Skywing stuff. You know, I would, I would figure out there that the extreme, you know, out where you're at, the extreme flight would be the be the choice you know i mean it just kind of kind of varies i would think between the locations yeah and, and that's it you know i obviously um with me being here at this field and um with me uh having you know i've got usually at all times at least a dozen of them in stock down here well man so I, I will a have... lot of the times people come out to this field and fly and they say oh you know that flies great oh guess what i've got you know one of each color down downstairs in stock right now. And they go, oh, yeah, we'll throw that one together. Can you have it ready by next weekend? Yeah, sure, why not? Absolutely. <laughs> well, I will say, but, you know, as far as color schemes and stuff go, man, that, that Skywing laser that's uh, like the lime green and the blue, that is about the sexiest color combination. And it's it's simple and understated, yet amazing at the same time. Right. That 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 would be, if I could choose something right now, that would probably be what I'd get a hold of. Yeah, one of my all-time favorite airframes. But it's what I've been flying most of the years. That airframe right now, I've got the orange and blue extra from Skywing that I'm currently flying as my personal airplane, and it, it is. Yeah, the it, orange and blue is as, pretty awesome too. You know, and it's the the blue that's in the extra is the same blue that's in the. Uh, yeah, that blue the, that blue uh, is killer. Which I'm a sucker for blue. So I mean, I I, I might have a little bit of an addiction to the color <laughs> blue, but that that blue is is amazing. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's nice stuff, and that's ironically what me and another guy. <laughs> I don't know if y'all can hear me in the background. So you're giving orders to another guy that's helping me finish this airplane. 
Oh, like you're good. You're working on a blue and orange extra that's got to be delivered tomorrow. Yeah, I kind of like it. I heard you banging on some stuff earlier, man. I think this is the first show that uh, our guest on here has actually been working and building right, <laughs> at the yeah. same time. That's pretty damn awesome, yeah, man. Yeah, first one. No no time to stop, man. And it, uh, I hope some of my customers are listening so that they know this is what we're doing. We've got, we got 13 Mambas to build in line and... Um, there's a handful of Skywings that's got to be thrown in there. We got the new uh, 100 and uh, the new 40% Skywings coming out that we'll have four, at least four of coming in. So the next three months, I better get real used to the uh, to the likings of my shop because there will be a lot of anything else going on for me. So. Well, man, are you hiring? Because I'll I'll move out that way. You know. I tell you what, man, I am hiring. The problem yeah. is, is uh, the pay. The only thing I can afford to pay you is, uh, is, is I, I pay in beer. So. Well, you know, um, I'm totally fine with that. Now, my wife on the other end, I, I'm gonna have to let you talk to the uh, the accountant on that deal, because uh, <laughs> it's pretty bad. I call you my know? wife the accountant. And I do that to yep. her face. It's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. 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 It'd be what it is. <laughs> well, Chris, I think we're going to step out for a break. We'll probably let you get back to building. Yeah, man. We, we, we sure appreciate you being on. We definitely appreciate you being on, man. And thanks for uh, thanks for kind of keying us in on some of this cool stuff that's going on out east, man. Yeah, I appreciate the, uh, you guys giving me the opportunity. Um, look me up. Uh, I'll uh, I'll be looking for you guys at Ice House. Uh, not sure exactly what date. We're going to get there. Hopefully, we'll fly in and be there by Thursday. But uh, well, I, look forward to seeing you guys there. I, I'll be there Wednesday. Is uh, I'm going to leave Oklahoma City Wednesday morning, I believe, and get there Wednesday afternoon. And just look for a great big third-scale green and white D7 that says, Hold my beer in German down the side of it. And the great big Oklahoma guy, yeah, that's me. Yeah. You can't miss Clint. Five seconds, man. You'll know this guy. <laughs> That's a hundred percent. I don't think, yeah, I don't, mind. I don't think I'll miss that. So yeah. Sounds, uh, sounds good. I, I can easily find that. Yeah. Absolutely. Chris, we sure appreciate you, buddy. 100%, man. Thank you, boys. Enjoy this hockey scene, okay? We'll Absolutely. Have a good night. Enjoy your building. All right. See you, man. Bye. Welcome back to the RC Scrap Pile. Man, we are joined by our buddy Wayne Wagner. Wayne Wagner, talk about on the spot. Man, we were just talking about you. Your ears must have been burning, brother. Were they burning? <laughs> they were. Well, welcome to the show, Wayne. See what happens when you uh, message somebody and say, don't tap on the table. You get to be on the show. <laughs> Oh so man! Who did, it, who did it first? Uh, nobody man, yet. Yeah, actually, we, we were actually been really good tonight. Yeah, we've actually been really good uh, so far. See? We got some cool see? coasters that kind of help out with that stuff. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah, something like that. So, so man, 
I need you to twist our arm a little bit because uh, you hit me up and you're like, hey, are you coming to Wichita Falls? And I'm like, man, I'd love to make that. So talk me into it. Why, why would I want to go to Wichita Falls? Well, let's see. Why would you want to be there? Because let's see. Uh, Clay Ricks will be there. I'll see that Terry guy. Howard I'll... with a 110 Timber will be there. Well, dude, I'll see those guys tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to see them tomorrow. That's not that big yeah. a deal. I, I mean, I love them to death, but that's not that big a deal. Mm. Will you see Bill Perry there? No, we're not going to see Bill not Perry. Not going to see and, Bill. And I'm going to tell you right now, that guy's a good time. Yep. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah. He was pitted right next to us at uh, Duncan and at Man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I was only, what, three, three-tenths down from you? You were? Uh, yeah. I was the guy with the RV9, the Hangar 9 that wouldn't start. Okay, I got you. Dude. I know you and didn't even know I knew you. Exactly. That's so awesome. <laughs> that is yeah, so you awesome. You actually helped me out on that one. So. What would no, we do? Man, the, well, the Wichita Falls one is a great, it's a great fun fly because you just get there, you have some fun, but it's also helping uh, disabled uh, vets. And so all the proceeds, I believe, it's either all the proceeds or most of the proceeds go to the DAV. So, that's absolutely an amazing cause. They always have a pretty decent, uh, pretty decent uh, raffle. So, well, I'll be I'll be upfront honest with you. I am. Uh, I had to get through inventory at work this week, and I'm gonna put in for that Friday off uh, yeah, of the of too. the Wichita Falls deal, and I'm gonna try and come down Friday morning first thing, or either Thursday night, one of the two. I hadn't got that far yet, but. Yeah, uh, I know. That, I should be there about mid afternoon on Friday. Well, that'll be good. I mean, yeah. you know, if we if we can get there, I think Casey and I. And again, Larry's Larry's out tonight. You know, he's got family he's got to handle. Uh, okay. Which which family's always first, no matter what in this hobby. Family's always first. But uh, oh yeah. You know, I hope that all three of us can get down. But I know that Casey and I are trying. Which I'm oh. I'm gonna go as far to say if Clint can't make it, I'm gonna pack as much crap as I can in the Civic and head that way. <laughs> there you go. Well, he did. Well, you know, you got one plane to fly, Casey. Oh man, dude, you're a crazy bastard. I'm just gonna let you know that right now. <laughs> you ain't never seen me fly nothing, and you're gonna unleash that on me. I'm just letting you know, I man. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be worth the laugh. Man, you you might after it's all said and done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, I hear, when I hear Casey go, man, I ain't got nothing. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's Clint's line, ain't got nothing. I'm I'm probably going to uh, just walk away. Well, you got to coin you a new one, and then it'll yeah. be a shirt. So. Dude, I'm more of a just drop the transmitter and walk away kind of guy, man. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen you do that. Well, you've been lucky. Well. Or I've been lucky, I think. You know, one of, one of my favorite stories, and, and – it it's probably shouldn't be one of my favorite stories, but it's just one of my stories of becoming who I am as a human or as a grown person. <laughs> what, what were but, you before you were a human? That's well, kind of sketchy, shit. Clint. Gosh, Here we dang. go. But uh, uh, you know, did of, you build the pyramids? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite stories in growing up at Baxter Field, actually. There's this gentleman out there, and this was back in 72 megahertz days. My dad was flying an airplane. And uh, this guy walked up to my dad and just started reading him the riot act about something. I don't even know what it was. 
I, I couldn't tell you. I was, I was probably nine or ten years old. I was young. and uh, But I do remember my dad flipping the transmitter off and going, are you fucking happy? Yeah. <laughs> and walked away. Yeah. Airplanes, you know. And I thought, oh, man, you know, that if, if he's going to waste the airplane, you know, to prove his point to this guy. Right. You know, I, that that's a pretty that's a pretty solid thing to do. Gosh dang! It, I remember it going into the trees. <laughs> yeah, and I and if I wouldn't be surprised if it's still there. Right. You know, that's I mean, we awesome. didn't go get it. Man, that reminds me like old school. You know, like when I was riding street bikes all the time, we'd always haul ass up on each other and hit the kill switch and just go ripping by them. <laughs> that was always good fun, man. So, have you ever? Uh, I mean. You know, you're you're. We're all teenagers at one point in life, and I'll do some crazy shit. I remember being in the in the in the bitch seat and the center seat of this regular cab pickup, and this guy going down the highway, and he was just a running off at the head, and I just reached over and killed the truck going down the highway. Oh yeah. <laughs> what I'm wondering, man, if you're riding bitch, dude, how big were these two dudes you were well, hanging out with, man? Well, yeah. <laughs> the sad part is the guy who was driving skinnier than you are. Well, you know, the driver has the driver's spot. So the other dude had to have been a pretty pretty big fellow. So did you get the did you get the R V to start? You know, I hadn't even tried since, but I know it was an altitude thing, so because out here in Odessa we're sitting at uh twenty eight hundred feet. So that's what it was. Oh yeah, you come here, I bet it was way rich. Right. Yeah. Because I had uh, Bjorn rebuilt the motor, all that good stuff for it, and he tuned it up perfect, you know, for here. So after I got to thinking about it, I was like, yeah, that's what it was. I wasn't thinking about an altitude difference because we're out in the middle of nowhere. Didn't think about us being higher altitude than Duncan. Right, and I'm not real sure what the altitude is there, but, I mean, if you're at 2,800 feet, and I'm sure Duncan's, you know, three, four hundred feet above. We low. Yeah, I think it, when I looked, it was like nine, eighteen, something like that. Right. So that's on my a, phone. So. That's uh, you know, that's almost two thousand feet difference. Yeah. Yeah, it's flat ass Oklahoma. What well, we're gonna go down to Duncan tomorrow and see Clay and see Carrie and hang out with them. Sweet see what's happening you know they've been real good about coming and hanging out with us so it's time for us to return that favor oh yeah if it wasn't such a long drive for me i'd do it more often too oh i absolutely understand that and i'm looking forward to the ice house deal and come see everybody and hang out you guys keep pumping this ice house deal and i'm just getting madder and madder and madder man earlier <laughs> uh uh before we took our break man this guy his face was red hot red and steam was coming out from <laughs> under his headphones and it was good well i will just say this about the ice house it's like i've been jonesing for it for six months it's just one of those deals a cool fun time and at night things happen and planes and helicopters tend to get tore up so i think i'm looking forward to the band sitting out yeah. gosh dang it clint uh, i mean i i really am i'm thinking of, i'm i'm looking forward to the band and having a cold beer and 
just enjoying it. Well, man, mm-hmm. I, I saw that post come up, and Wayne was real quick to tag me, and it goes, man, you bringing a guitar? Uh-huh. I'm like, hell yeah, and then I get word that... Uh, you got to go to work. I got to go to work. <laughs> you got to go to work. Man. Got to work. Which, you know, uh, I'm not going to like sugarcoat this or anything but it's been a little while since i've done some like actual work which you know i i work for myself and do some things but that doesn't always pay all the bills so going to work is is a cool thing at this point but it's not cool because of the situation right no i fully get it so it'll be all right i'll go live for you i appreciate that (laughs) <laughs> he said, I appreciate that. What I'm trying to figure out is how uh, I'm going to have to show you guys how to use some of this equipment so we can get a podcast out of this I, deal. I, I think I can work my way through it. I think you can, too. Well, I got, I mean, I got man, total you got faith me, in you. You got me, Clint, if you need help. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, I mean, I, you'll hey, be the first on first in line to work this little deal. Well, man, I'll send, I'll send the whole package with them. Get brushed up on a uh, Zoom H7. See what you got to do to get... get Get that out of there. If the audio is even halfway decent, I think I can make it work. Right. <laughs> we can make it work. I may bring a laptop with a DAW on it to make sure things are good. So. Right. Well, well, man, this is an interface, so you'll be able to plug into that and should be able to interface it straight into that DAW. Sweet. Man, we already got that set up. And Dang, working. that was easy. And think yeah. all of that happened because he was like, don't bump the table, asshole. Yeah, don't yep, bump the yeah. table. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was hoping you were already recording when it went through so you'd see yep. it and crack you up. Well, man, the funny thing was is our guest this week, which everybody will know what that is, old Chris Barton, man, was on, was on the phone call, and I kept seeing messages pop up there, and I can't read them because uh, it's it's across the table yeah. and my face recognition and all that stuff won't work that far away. So I couldn't read it, but I saw him going through, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, we got we got the break and said, oh, boy, whole bunch. For sure. But we, man, Wayne, we sure appreciate your support. We sh- we appreciate everything that you do for us. Yeah. You know, I know you bump us. Oh yeah, I, I know you that you know you listen to us every week, and we sure appreciate every bit of it. And man, above all that, I appreciate just all the personal messages. You right. know, I mean, I've talked to this guy at least probably once a week or so since we started this deal, and I I enjoy every bit of it, man. Absolutely, we we enjoy all the conversations that we right. have. You know, I mean. Yeah. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, well, now y'all have to go to Del Rancho for me and have me a have a steak sandwich for me. We might do that for lunch tomorrow before we leave town. Yeah, just yeah. for you. You play yeah, your, There you go. You play your cards I right. I place. might. I might bring you one. Hey, there you go. Man, it might be soggy in my cooler, but I, we might give it a shot. <laughs> Air freight. <laughs> Air freight. <laughs> nice. Pack it on dry ice. Well, all right, Wayne. We're gonna wrap this deal up, man. Thanks for letting Alrighty, me. Thank, thanks for letting me call you out like that. Oh, no problem. I'm glad to help. Heck yeah, man. Well, uh, looks like I'll see you in uh, Wichita Falls, brother. Absolutely. That, that sounds like a plan. All right, man. All right. Have a good night, buddy. You be good, Wayne. All right. You too. See ya. Man, talk about so cool. Oh yeah. I just, we we totally just put that cat on the spot. On the spot. Yeah. <laughs> Wayne, good job, buddy. Yep. We you, appreciate you. You nailed it out of nowhere, dude. That's <laughs> so awesome. Nowhere. I love it. Uh, it seems like we're pretty good at out of nowhere stuff. Well, I mean, this is the kind of shit that happens when Larry ain't here. Right. Because, man, I mean, 
I can never stress this enough. This is a flying by your pants production. Right. We we don't sit down in these chairs and know what the heck we're going to do. No, it just kind of fly by the seat of our pants. That's it. You know, I hate and, that. Uh, I hate the pun in that, but it's it's truth. Yeah, it is. A, it is the truth, and I think that's part of what makes it what it is. Right. You know, it is a scrap pile. Every now and then, you just got to dig into the pile and see what you pull out. Right, and man, we might have a couple of beers, and sometimes we got a wild hair, and sometimes we act on it. Sometimes it's probably better that we don't. Right. Yeah. And I, and I, <laughs> and I have to apologize to Wayne right now, but I have to do it. Oh, <laughs> you are welcome, sir. Well, man, let's get down to the nitty gritty on some of this stuff, dude. We got some, we got some big things coming. We got some big things coming. happening. Yep. Uh, we got this OMP edge that we're gonna fly tomorrow. Yep. Gonna you get know, the maiden I'm, down on that. And I'm really looking forward to that because we didn't spare any expense on that at all. No, and you know, um, OMP hobbies and. Uh, buddy rc old tj over there sending this thing out to us to check it out dude thanks yeah absolutely I mean, thank super you so thanks. much man uh we're 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 definitely uh i wouldn't say a diamond in the rough we're, we're a little piece of coal that's getting pressed right you know what i'm saying right. we're Tr- gonna be tr- that diamond trying to be that diamond and uh but for- we're gonna go test fly this thing tomorrow yep which uh man got the build done super freaking easy man you know uh just a little bit of epoxy getting that tail in there, um, which, you know, the, the horizontal is keyed. Um, of course, I'm a little OCD. I want to measure everything up and make sure everything's right. Dude, it was so close that there was no need to measure. Just it, just slap it in and go. Well, that's – and that's three now – or four now. Right. Because the big horns were the same way. Big horns were the exact same way. They I'm, just went together. You know, you know. And they were straight. out of the, You didn't have to monkey with it. Yeah, you can measure it and you can check it. Right. But I measured it and checked it, just putting it in, and yeah. it was there. There yeah. was no reason to mess with it. Right. Yeah, it was pull it out, slap some epoxy on it, shove it in, because it's good. Right. Well, you know, I did I with use, a little I, dry fit. I did use epoxy on that one. Yeah. Remember, because you're like, you're going to fly that? Well, yeah, I'm going to fly it. Right, yeah. <laughs> An hour after it was done. Well. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, that's a testament. It worked. Which, and, which those things pressure fit in there, really, to where right. you could have probably flown, flown it without putting any glue or anything on it. I don't advise that by any means, but it was definitely it was definitely possible. It fit that good. It and, did. And I will say, you know, I've built a few ARFs in my day. I don't have, like, the time under my belt that most of these guys do, but uh, this was about the easiest thing that I've ever put together. We got some photos and stuff on the, uh, on the group page, and... It was so clean when I was done with it. I felt like I was missing something. Right. Uh, and when I looked it over, it was kind of the same way. I'm like, I feel like something's missing here. But right. you did such a such a good job with the wiring install and the install of everything. It's so clean. Well, it wasn't like I did a good job. You know, it just kind of, the way that it's designed, because it's got little uh, servo wire keepers and stuff like that that are built into the formers. Right. Dude, it, it made it that easy. Right. I'm not a badass. You know, it well, just it, it just I lends mean, it lends have, itself to that. You have to use what is provided for you, you know, <clears throat> right. and, and a lot of people don't do that, and a lot of people do. You chose to, yeah. You know, so and it it provides for a clean install on the airplane, right? You know, and uh, it so far that's uh, four out of four from the from the Buddy RC guys and the Ohio Model Products that have been spot on, right? And from what I understand, we're getting pre production stuff, so. You know, there's 
it can only get better. It can only get better. Right. You know, that that's where I'm at on this. And these guys are, you know, from, from what I've seen so far, now we haven't flown the aircraft or anything. We, we have flown the Bighorns, and I, I think that's a big hit. You know, I, I like every bit of it. You know, uh, I, I flew the Bighorn that I have, which I have the green one. Yep. And I flew it two times the day I put it together mm-hmm. and loved every minute of it. And I think I put five or six battery packs in it right last weekend and i never flew you it. never flew it you were passing it around we were, we were right yeah we were trying to get that in the hands of everybody we could man and, and get some feedback and everything on it so we right. could tell you guys and from what what it looked like you know nobody had a negative word to say everybody really liked it you know right and one of the things that everybody really liked was the easy battery access yeah you well know, it's on top it's on top yeah. magnetic cover you don't there's it, it and the magnets are stupid strong right i mean wow but you know i mean nobody really it, nobody really complained you know uh, a couple guys said well you could do this or you could do this you know there's always a uh uh difference in flying style mm-hmm. you know somebody likes a softer airplane somebody likes a touchier airplane you know i mean it's just kind of right but uh well i'm one of those people too you're 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 kind of one of those guys that wants a little on the less side of expo where i run a little bit higher expo right you know so you're gonna have those differences and variations between pilots and stuff but man out of the box as far as getting it together like man clint probably spent an hour putting his together 45 minutes right i'm a little bit more particular in ocd and it only took me two hours. Right. And, I mean, that's with, like, setting up the radio and getting everything the way that I want it before I'm going to go do a maiden. So, super fast. And this edge, I would have to say, man, kind of same way. You know, I went with a recommended power supply or, you know, the recommended motor and everything on it, which uh, they got two recommendations. One's a, one's a 4120-550KV, and one is a 4125-515KV. Um, the the, uh, the 21 or 4125 was what was in stock at buddy rc and that's what i bought which was the uh the 550 uh, kv wasn't it no 515 515 okay. yeah 515 and uh it was the uh god why am i drawing a blank on this motor man i have no idea something sky what's the name of the what's the name of this damn motor sunny sky sunny sky. there it is yeah which uh man it bolted right up no need for spacers standoffs anything i mean it fit fit the cow perfect you know as far as like getting your spacing and everything dude things dead on one of the things that i really like about this airplane and i i uh, i heard it mentioned you were showing pictures of it at the flying field sunday when we were out there right is it has a data tag yeah yeah that, i know, mean that, that's one that, of the that metal data tag to this is what you use right Yo, don't vary from this, and this airplane will be great. Right, gives you two recommendations. Go with one of those. Sure to be a hit. Which, you know, that's something like when I buy an airframe, you know, I'm always researching, okay, what motor do I need? What servos do I need? What, you know, and this kind of took all that guesswork out for me, you know. I don't like to sit there. Dude, it's all a big menu, you know. I mean, there's so many different ways you can go. This is what you use. I I like that. I do so much better when I've got three choices, not 50. Right. You know, I can I can figure out, you know, process of elimination, deductive reasoning. I can come up with something good out of three choices. 50, I'm like, ah, I'm just I'm just bogged down by it. You know, and and that's one of the things that's always drove me away from electrics. 
you know, and where I've stu- I've stayed close to gas is if you have a 50cc airplane, you have a 50cc airplane, you use a 3W, you use a DA, you use a DLA, you use a DLE, you use a, a GP now, you right. know, you use this size of 50cc engine that you're comfortable with that you like. If you have a 60-inch, you know, electric, I got no idea what to use. Right. Which Not a clue. Which I'm more in the electric vein than you are, but I'm in the same spot. You right. know what I'm saying? What do I there's, use? Because there's so many different options. These guys tell you what to use. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And I, from everything that I've done as far as, you know, putting it together and running it up and testing, it's going to be plenty of power. Well, we're going to find out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, one of the, uh, again, you get into the electrics. Again, I'm not an electric guy. I just got my first one being that bighorn. You know, uh, I'm learning a little bit, which, you know, you always want to learn in what you're doing, whether it be your work, your life, your hobby, whatever. You know, safety with the electrics is a major deal. Definitely. Definitely. You you need to have a kill switch for that motor on these. Because, man, electric motors, it ain't like a gas motor. It doesn't stop. It's going to keep chopping. Right. You know, you're not going to you're not gonna kill it. It's going to keep on going until it gets you know, so much resistance that and, it can't. Uh, uh, I let Mike Sterling fly that bighorn the other day. He was he actually flew it. You know, he, it was right out of the bag. After I test flew it, he flew it. Right. You know, and uh, he was like, where do you turn it on? And I was like, well... This is what I use for my gasoline airplanes for my ignition kill. Right. So this is what I'm using for my electrics. Which you use a knob. I use a knob. Yeah, which, I don't use a switch. Which, man, I think that that's probably fairly genius because you physically have to turn a knob. A switch could get bumped. Right. I the, think. And, that, and that's exactly why I use a knob. And, and believe it or not, Will Holderness taught me that because he does that. Right. Uh, and in his 3D flying, you know, you get to flinging and flopping and you hit a switch and you kill the motor and you're done. Right. You know, I use a knob. Which, man, until I saw you do that, I've always used a switch. You know what that's set up with? A knob. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. I got two knobs on my radio. I can have one for gyro gain and I can right. have one for a kill switch. Right. I, that, that, to me, you're not going to accidentally twist a knob. Exactly. You know, and that is the reason that I and, and I learned that was somebody else's. You know, hey, this is this is how I do it, right? And this is what works for me. And I'm like, well, duh, because I'd always use a switch up to that point, right? So you know, I use a knob for all my uh, ignition kills for gasoline. So why would I change that? Use right. it for the throttle cut for the electrics. You know, and I've seen a lot of guys use, like, a redundancy, like a, a two-stage arm, you know, and everything like that. Dude, put it on a knob. You don't have to do that anymore. You're not, like I said, you're not going to accidentally turn a knob. Right. So You have to mentally that's, do that. That's pretty damn safe. So. Uh, and that's, that's, how I, that's what's comfortable for me. Obviously, use what's comfortable for you. Right. But use it. Well, man, I mean, uh, I've definitely had an emergency room visit because of uh, an electric aircraft because uh, I, you know, I was new to the hobby 
didn't know, didn't think anything about setting up a, a safety switch or anything like that. Had the uh, air, airplane sitting on a table and uh, it had some rudder issues and I've got it sitting there facing me and everything like that. And I'm moving the rudder back and forth and actually accidentally bumped the throttle. And here it come. Here it come. And of course, you know, your first reaction is like, I got to catch this thing. I don't want to come in off the table. And I put my hand straight in the prop. Right. Because that was what was close to me, you know. Right. And that was done a, deal, dude. That was a fun one to explain to the wife. Yeah, I'm messing with a toy airplane, and now that's cost us our deductible on our insurance. You know. <laughs> well, it, it she least, was real impressed. Real impressed. Almost as impressed as that uh, that quad in the ceiling. Oh that's, well, that's yeah. nor here nor there. Well, she never saw that, so we're we're still good there. Which was what was funny about that deal is. Uh, I went home and I was like, here, I'm going to open this up and you squirt some super glue in there. And she's like, no, I'm taking you to the ER. And I'm like, no, you're not. You're going to squirt some super glue <laughs> in this and we're going to go on about our life, you know? And well, most, I, I don't, she wouldn't let me do it. She took me to get stitches. And then the doctor was like, no, that was a little bit more intense than super glue would probably fix. Don't do that. Well, you know? <laughs> but a lot of people don't know why super glue was developed. You know, back in the war, it was developed for right. that. Now here, get back together. I have definitely cut myself more than once and used super glue to fix it. Let me give you a little uh, tip, guys. Don't use the activator because that shit gets hot real quick. Yeah, <laughs> it will burn you down. Oh, absolutely, yeah. it will. Yeah, it's gonna be hot. Oh yeah. But the, again, that's part of it. You know, is uh, learning learning how to be safe. Yep. Safety in this hobby is always a key. Which, man, you know, there's a lot of people out there that look at it as like we're just playing with toys. But, man, there, there ain't no toy about this, man. No, not at all. And that's, uh, you know, so many people don't understand that, that these are not toys. You know, they call them toy airplanes. They call them, uh, you know, anything but a remote control airplane or a, you know, a hobby. Right. These things will eat you up and get you. Well, man, like all my buddies that I've ever worked around or anything like that, you know, uh, like, yeah, I fly RC airplanes and everything. Like that. They're like, oh, that's cute and everything. And then they'll come out and see what we're doing. And they're like, holy shit. Right. Holy like, shit is exactly right. Right. So uh, I guess we're going to take a little break real quick. It looks like uh, Clint's got to use the ladies room. So we'll be right back. Welcome back, times two, to the RC Scrap Pile. I don't know about you guys, but that blows my eardrums out every time he does that. I like it. I do too, to be honest with you. <laughs> you know <laughs> you know the sad part is... Uh, so, uh, we had a guy on vacation at work this week, a service rider, and he was on vacation through Wednesday of this week. And I was walking through the shop, and I looked at him, and I did exactly that. I said, welcome back. And I said, oh, no, I'm doing it without even trying that. No, yeah. <laughs> it's coming natural. That's what happens. I, this is episode number 16, man. 17. No, it's 16. 17. It's not 17. It's 16. Yes, 17. Who was 16? Michael Deloney. No, he was 15. Nah, you're wrong. 
Episode 16, Michael Deloney. Gosh dang. So this is 17. You know who You know who told me that episode 16 was what it was? Who's that? My mother. That's pretty awesome. She listens to us every week. Man, <laughs> we should have more than 1% female listenership then. This, right. uh, these, uh, these analytics are off. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who all they are. Because uh, I know of at least three chicks now. Well, maybe. And if chicks is a demeaning term, don't take that personally. Yeah, don't I, that's take just it how personal. I put it out there. So what kind it, of world are we living in where I feel like I have to put a disclaimer on everything that I say? Maybe. Especially doing what we do. Right. I know there's at least three women. Three women. Very there good. You go. Very good. There's at least three women that listen to it. So I mean, you know, we appreciate it. Definitely. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Uh, man, I'm ready for tomorrow. We're going to go to Duncan. We're going to hang out with Clay Ricks. We're going to hang out with uh, with uh, his initials are Carrie fucking Howard. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I tell you what, man, this guy sends me uh, videos and uh, messenger and stuff like that. He's a hilarious dude. I'm going to start posting this stuff. Maybe. Maybe not. There's some stuff that's fairly questionable, even for us. But but it's possible that it, uh, he could clean it up and we could make that a reality. Well, maybe. <laughs> I, you know what? It, it's it's sometimes fun to have that behind-the-scenes banner. Oh, yeah. You know, a lot of these people, they don't understand it. and That's they, okay. That's okay. You hey. know, we have a lot of fun doing what we're doing with the people that we're doing it with. right and man you know we might give our buddies a little bit more of a shout out than we probably should but gosh dang it man those guys make our life man right they make our life they're yeah. a lot of fun to hang out with they're hell of a good pilot yeah. you know carrie howard you complete uh, me i'm just gonna go on record right there oh my goodness yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw something about that this week and i thought man I also saw something about the big spoon, little spoon deal in at the ice house, and I just thought, man. Well, that was because I I can't go. I know, I but yeah. I sure didn't need to know about Larry and right. Carrie. Well, being Larry and Carrie, yeah, Larry and Carrie. <laughs> oh man, they're gonna be the big spoon, little spoon. Here we go, man. And it seems like they're fighting for position there. Uh, I don't know who's going to win that deal because you got Larry, this little short, sawed-off, stocky guy. I'll put it this way: which and man? You got Carrie, who's been on this thirty-day challenge that he was, you know, and, and more power to him. But I mean, I'm not going to fight him. Well, man, I, you know, my uh, viewpoint might be skewed a little bit because I weigh about 170 pounds, dripping wet. But both of these dudes are freaking. I wouldn't want to jack with either one of them. I saw either one in a dark alley. I'm turning my head and going the opposite direction. Well, I don't know about that. I might talk a little shit, but then I'm going to go the other way. I feel like I could probably outrun them. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you're yeah. full of metal, so. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> and I smoke way too many cigarettes, so, uh, you know. Well, then there's that. As long as I could get like a 30-second head start, I think I got this. It'll be all right either yeah. way. But at any rate, you know, uh, one thing that in doing what we're doing, our friends make our hobby. And our Absolutely. friends make doing what we're doing worth it. Right. The, all the jabs, all the all the shit talk and everything that we do to each other, man. Right. It, it's amazing. I promise you that any of those guys, you know, you, I, I, it's been a long time since I can tell you that I can fill up more than one hand on people who I would help because right. I know they would help me. Yep. 
you know, I promise you, you call Clay Ricks, you call Kerry, you call Mike Sterling. You you just go on down the right. list of people, Larry Daniels, you know. Yeah. It's 4 o'clock in the morning, you're 400 miles from home, you got a problem and you need somebody. Right. All of these dudes would be there to help right. you Right, you you're going to get a ration of shit, but they're yeah. going to be there. I'm going to call all of them is what I'm going to do and race <laughs> to see who gets there first. That's the kind of asshole I am. Well, yeah. maybe, <laughs> but that's okay. We appreciate every one of them. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to tomorrow. We're going to run down to Duncan. Speaking of Duncan, yeah, and these guys are going to do a stall drag. Man, that's so awesome! I was talking to Michael Wyatt about this the other day, which and that all happened behind behind our back. We know nothing about it until today, dude. It's so awesome, man. And and uh, you know, I don't know if if Michael Wyatt officially started the first RC stall drag. I'm going to go on record and say absolutely yes, he did. Absolutely, I'm I, I, I'm going to follow right behind you right. and say he started this. Right, but uh, man, this is good fun. So if you are in the Duncan area, man, uh, get in our Facebook group uh, and stuff like that. It, it'll I have don't care some if you're not in the Duncan area. If you're in the surrounding states listening right. to us. If you are three hours or less away, you right. need to go check this out. Whether you're a spectator or you're competing, it is amazingly good fun right that's gonna be two duncan trips in a week i'm all right with that i'm good with it yeah and totally worth i'm it. gonna go down there and have a great time yeah and man it just reminds me that i gotta work on my freaking bush plane yeah i'm probably i might or might not fly the big horn i don't know yet right well no you see i don't really want to put the big horn into that arena <laughs> right i I've don't got, either i've got a little shitty hundred dollar foamy that uh needs a couple of 3d printed parts and it should be ready to go i might have to we might have to share that that's fine oh good hey i've got the valiant we got uh, we got we got two little planes oh and yeah. they have a concrete runway we're gonna use which i think they're using grass damn it <laughs> i don't know that for a fact but i mean either way it'll somebody be right. tell us i'm we'll, looking forward to yeah. it and i know it's on our facebook page we can so. take we can take the wheel pants off the valiant that you, would be you, good you got a plane to fly we're, well maybe hey uh, what happens if we're in the same heat then we fly against each other we have one radio i'll throw it on another one real quick that ain't uh, no big deal oh, I, I got good. extra radios bro. Oh, we got this yeah, don't, don't I, overthink it just do it I sure. Oh, well, I mean, I got an extra receiver and radio. I mean, yep, that's not can, a problem. We can do that too. I just don't want to destroy a bighorn doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not ready for that one to go away yet. It's, yeah, it's no, too it's good and too much fun. Too good and too much fun. Yeah. Absolutely. I but, need I need a few more flights to wear the new off of that one to start putting it through that. But I am looking forward to that event. We're gonna slide down there and uh, hopefully have a good time doing that deal. Right. So the big deals we got coming up as far as events go is is. Uh, we got our uh, our home field Baxter Fun Fly October third on October third. Um, we've got the Float Fly out in Henrietta, Oklahoma, October seventeenth, which is man beautiful location, super nice lake. It's it's a one day deal, but man, it's a nice location, super freaking cool people. Right, and dude, who doesn't like the Float Fly, man? Uh, I I love float flying, and I and I'm torn on what to take to fly. You know, because part of me wants to take that tri-motor and fly it. Right. You know, I, don't, uh, I I just hadn't got there yet. Well, here's the thing. Take the thing you can have the most fun with, which... The tri-motor. The tri-motor. <laughs> the tri-motor is definitely the crowd pleaser of all, man. Absolutely. Sitting there. Everybody, every time I've ever seen that thing go up, it's anticipation, watching you fire up all three motors. I mean, right. dude, it's that is good stuff. Uh, and that's probably what's going to go because right. it, it 
you know, I, I went through that 90-incher and got it ready to fly and ready to go, you know, but that, that tri-motor is just where it's at. Right. I might take that little Sportmaster, the King Altair. Which, you know. If I had a choice of any of your float fleet that I could fly, and absolutely if I had a choice, I want the King Altair. I'll take it. I, I mean, it flies good. Yeah, I mean, I it's mean, fun it, to fly. No, not just – dude, it's a King Altair. That's, that's just – and it's on floats. I bet that's probably one of – none that are on floats so the story with that is is that guy did uh 13 short kits or i say short kits he did 13 kits of that airplane right that was number 13 lucky number 13 and right put it on floats and it's on floats none of of the gear stuff is in the wing right It, it has nothing to you know you couldn't put it on gear without major surgery right that that is on floats. that that pull man that's the one uh, as long as it's not windy, the airplane's great. If it's windy, man, trying to steer that thing around on the water sucks. Right? Does it not have a not have a uh, water rudder? I do not own a float plane with water rudders. Man, <laughs> calling you out right there. If you got a float plane with water rudders, you're a pussy. That's what Clint Trow just said. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> not really. He didn't say that. My words, not his. I said it. Yeah, I mean, all right. <laughs> you don't need no water rudder. Just steer. Just steer. You know, so the, the tri-motor, I think, is the, is the crowd pleaser. You know, it's a hot rod. It's fun to fly. So, But we're I, taking the van, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, my float plane already met its demise, so I don't know what I'm going to take as far as floats go. You better find something. I know. I might have to order something. We need to get old T.J. Williams on some floats for these bighorns. Man, that's where it's at. That bighorn on floats would be cool. You know what I just thought of? You know what I've got that's got floats? That little, whatchamacallit that you use for... Uh, no, way cooler than that. I've got a Tiger Three on floats. Oh, you do. A Tiger, uh, it's a Tiger Two. Tiger Two. Where did I come up with Tiger Three? I have no idea. No, I don't either. Yeah, you got a Tiger Two on floats. I'm going to have to get that thing ready immediately immediately i just thought about that i was sitting here going man i'm so pissed off because i don't have anything to float fly that's what i need to fly today is the 18th you have 30 days 29 actually well that shouldn't be an issue i gotta i gotta run by lance's house and grab my floats because i don't have enough room in my garage for the floats for that thing so so hopefully you know we can get uh a whole bunch of people out to that deal you know, it's a it's a AMA required deal. You know, there's no landing fee. No Donations landing fee. are going to be accepted for that. Right. You know, and let's help these guys out. You know, they're just trying to put on a good show and and enjoy float flying at a at a lake that they have the availability to do so. Right. And and man, it seems like the the city is in on all this deal and have, have okayed all of this stuff. So right, that's super. They're awesome. going to have a food truck there, as far as I know. I right. mean, they're going to have food and. And it's going to be a good deal. Right. They're working on raffle stuff right now, so that's not on the flyer, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be raffle prizes. I know be, there's a 50-50. Yeah, I know there's a 50-50. And uh should be just good fun, man. Right. This is like good old school, local. Old school, local. Fun fly. No frills or anything like that. All right. fun. All fun. All fun. And we like it. Yeah. So we have October 3rd at Baxter. Yep. Uh, I'm sorry. We have September 26th at... Is it the 26th? Which one? For for Duncan? Duncan. I don't know. Hold on, I'm working. I was in a meeting today when all that stuff started going out and all the decisions were made, so I didn't see it. Man, these guys. 
I saw it and I liked it, but I didn't really read it. If I can get my Facebook to update. But I, I will tell you this, that uh, I've had uh, pretty good correspondence with uh, Michael Wyatt and Clay Ricks. They put it down. If you're, I mean, in this area, if you want to go to something that's awesome, those they're, the two, show. Those, they're the ones that have put and it down. And I together. know the Duncan Field has power. So for all these electric airplanes, there's right. power there to charge, and yep. et cetera. You don't have to bring a generator or anything. No, nope. an extension cord in your charger. Right. So September 26th Sept- is the Duncan deal. October 3rd is the Baxter deal. October 17th is... October 9th is Wichita Falls. Right. October 17th is the Henrietta Float Fly. And then we have a couple weeks off and we go to Ice House. Man. Dude, that's that's a lot of shit. That's 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Right. Hurry up. It's yep, coming. It's coming. For sure. You know, when they say that the hobby's going away, the hobby ain't going away. No, man. And I think really with some of this bigger stuff getting shut down because of what's going on, that it's really helped out. The smaller the stuff. The smaller stuff. And, uh, you know, I I know that I saw at least 15 already. You know, there's a couple of invites floating around for the Henrietta deal. Right. You know, I know that I've seen 15 confirmed other than, you know, the people who are putting it on. Right. So that's a 20-people deal. You know, if you can get 25, 30, 35 people to show up. Right. You know, I know everybody around here has a float plane to fly. Yeah. You know, get it out. Let's fly it. And, I, hey, I'll go as far to say as if not, and you just want to come experience it, I got something you can fly. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm probably not going to let you fly the tri-motor. Well, but. no, that's all right, dude. I got a foamy <laughs> I can throw on floats. You know what I'm saying? We'll find you. I mean, if you want to do this, this is something that you want to do. I will definitely have something right. available for you to fly. And I'm I'm almost positive those guys will have something to fly. You know, there's going right. to be timbers. There's going to be all the stuff that they do. Definitely. You know, looking forward to it. And I mean, total disclaimer here. If I give you something to fly and you waste it, it just got wasted and we all had a good time. That's that glider. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That glider had a rough time, but that's okay. Well, you know, it was worth it. I'm kind of sad because I'm kind of gliderless right Man, now. Man, that glider was fun to fly, though. Yeah, it was. But that's just one of those deals. But old Chucky tries, man. He's all right. Oh, Chucky. I called him out, dude. I, and I called him Chucky. Chucky. Oh, jeez. Oh, Chucky. Oh, Chucky. All right, guys. I think we're going to call it a night. Yep. I think we got everything covered, man. We appreciate all you guys, man. Chris, thanks for coming on the show. Absolutely. Um, hope to see you. Uh, like, subscribe, share. All, yo, all the things. Look us up. You have any questions, reach out to us. Right. Hey, and don't forget, like I said, check the show notes. You know, we're going to have all time. We're going to have all the information to get a hold of Chris, you know, like this uh, OMP hobby and everything like that. Kind of leaks to get to them. Buddy RC, Jason Duran. A power batteries, ZDZ engines. There's discount codes in there. Save yourself some money. Right. Check it out. Take the time and, to read it. And be sure and check out Chris at Full Throttle RC. We sure appreciate you being on tonight, buddy. Absolutely. And it sounds like he's got multiple locations, so he's going to yep. be close enough to help you out. Benny, it was good to meet you. I hope I yep. can't wait to hang out at Ice House. Dude, you bastards. <laughs> Have a good night. See ya.